0: Holding by Beis, of Zion, learning tonight be So we are in the middle of the battle between the armies of Avner and Yoyov. During the course of this battle, Avner is running away. Assoel, the brother of Yoav and Avishai, tries to uh, run down Avner. Avner is forced to kill him by stabbing him in the fifth rib, and Assoel dies immediately. So Yo-Yav and Avish, I continue to chase after Avner. They are the Goyal Adam. They are the avengers of Asayel's murder. And so they try to run down Avner themselves. Avner climbs to the top of a hill where he is reinforced by members of Shevet bin Yomin. And we saw last time that Avner calls down from the top of this hill and he says to Yoav, you want to keep fighting until every last person is dead? You need to call off your men and let's have a ceasefire. So Pasach of Zion, Yo'ev responds to that request. So the Yoav says, says, I swear by the life of Hashem. Ki lule dibarta had you not spoken already, ki haboiker already from the morning time na leoh amish me everyone would have stopped going after their brother. In other words, the Radak and most of the Mefarashim learn on a very simple level. Yoyev is saying, don't put this at my doorstep. Who's the one who this morning said Yekumu nohada aru the yisachekula fenenu? Who's the one that proposed the duel that erupted into a full scale battle? That was you, Avner. That wasn't me. So. You had this morning, when you proposed it, and all the time from this morning until now, when it wasn't convenient for you to call off the ceasefire, now all of a sudden, when it's not in your in your favor, now all of a sudden you want to call off the ceasefire. So don't put it at my doorstep. You're the one that started this, and you're the one that's responsible for everything that happened. That's how most of the Mepharshim learned. Rashi learned slightly differently, that the Lule, uh, dibarta, the lule dibarta is, Rashi says, had you said this morning what you're saying now that we should have a ceasefire, then we would have already stopped when the battle first broke out. In other words, why are you waiting until now to end things? You should have already spoken up this morning when the fighting first uh, started to break out and called off your men at that point and had a ceasefire. Why are you waiting until now? Again, similarly, Yolyov is pushing back on Avner and saying the responsibility of everything that's going on is yours and don't try to put it on my doorstep that if I don't call off my men, I'm uh, responsible for what's going to happen. However, Pasachav Ches, Yoev does see that he is not going to be able to overcome Avner, who has now the advantage. So, Vayiska Yoev is Yoev blows the shofar to signal to his men that they are to stop fighting. Vayam du Kalam, and everybody stop fighting. V'la'yir they no longer chased after Kla Yisrael. Members, uh, these are soldiers that ran away from the earlier <coughs> battle. And Vayyasv vale Oedli and they no 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 longer continued to fight with Avner and Sheva Pinjamin members who were standing at the top of the battle. So a complete ceasefire on all ends of the battle. So Pasuk so, Va, Avner and his men traveled through the Arava Hahu that entire night. They crossed the Yardin Bisrain, And they went through the entire area called Va And they arrived at Machanayim, which was the place that they had originally left from. So, we don't know what Bisrain is, the place is only mentioned here, but the Arava that they crossed is the Jordan Valley, which is the area that the Yarden runs from the Kinneret all the way down to the Amamelach, along the West West Bank. That is the Arava, so they cross that, and they cross the Yarden. So, the um, the Rabag says that the reason why Avner here is running the entire night across cross the Yarden, and we'll see in the next Pesach, that Yoyev does the same, is because neither side, although there was a ceasefire, neither side uh, wanted to allow the other an opportunity to potentially attack them during the night, surprise, ambush them, and uh, kill them. And so therefore, each side spends the entire night running and putting some distance between themselves and the other army. So the Tayelis of the Relbag, he says that we learn from here that it's proper for a person not to take anything lightly. Right, based on the Pasak Ashri Adem Afachit Tamid, that a person is always supposed to be vigilant, and if there is a potential Sakana that could come about, you're not supposed to bury your head in the sand and close your eyes and say I don't need to do anything about it, it's it's not relevant right now. No, if a person is faced with a potential Sakana, a person has to take whatever uh, means and precautions necessary to prevent it from actually coming. And so that is learned out from over here, that neither Yoyev nor Avner allows the other army an opportunity to potentially ambush them at night, even though, again, they had agreed to a ceasefire, but they, <coughs> they act like they don't trust each other and they don't want to give the other side an opportunity to potentially renege on that ceasefire. The Marikara uh, brings down Tupshatim, he says Bisrain could be the name of a place, but he also brings down from Rabbi Menachem that, uh, uh, that the word uh, Bisrain is from a of. Avmavinu by the Brisbane Absarment says, Vayavater Oysen Vatovech, right, that he cut them in half and he arranged them in two rows. So, Vayavater is like in half. So, Rabbi Nachum learns that it's Vayelchu Kalabisroin, they travel through half the night. So, Bisroin is an adjective, it's describing the night, it's not actually the name of a place. So, Pasuk Vayoev Vayoyav Shavmi Achri Avner, Yoyav also withdraws from chasing Avner, Vayikbaitis Kalam, he gathers together the people, Vayipaktu, and they count it, David, from the servants of David. And they realized they were missing Tisha Asar Ish, 19 men va'asal. So there were 19 men and asal total that were missing that were killed from David's side. Pasuk Lamed Alev, Yavdei David Hikumi Binyamin, Uba Anche Avner and David's army had killed from the Shevet of Binyamin and of Avner's men, Shloish me'us Vishishim 360 uh, ish mesu, 360 men were killed. So on David's side there were 20, 19 plus asal, and on uh, Avner's side, there were 360 that were killed. Now, why is Asael mentioned separately? Why is it 19 and Asael? So Rashi quotes from the Sifri that Asael was equal in strength to the other 19 combined, and so therefore he is mentioned separately, again, to teach you that he was the equivalent in strength in, in, in skill in battle with the other 19 that were killed, a tremendously skilled warrior. So the Ramach tells us that when we look at these numbers, 20, right, 19 plus Asal, so 20 on David's side and 360, if we take out, that, that includes the 12 men that died on each side from the, uh, from the duel. So if we take out 12 plus asal on David's side, that means 7 men died during the course of the battle, and on Avner's side, 348. So the Malbim says, do the math on the ratio. That means for every one person on David's side that was killed, 50 men, or just about 50 men, on Avner's side. There's a tremendous show of force uh, that is unheard of. So the Malbim tell, uh, learns from this the tremendous Siata uh, that David's side had when they went to battle, the ability to defeat their enemies. Just to end off the perech, they carried they buried him in his father's graveside Ashab Belahem, that was in Belehem, Vahu um, Kal Yovan Yav and his men traveled the entire night again, also fearful of Avner attacking them, Viyarlam and as morning broke, they arrived home in Hevron.